Welcome back, sporting fans, to another spectacular episode of the Paint the Wall podcast. I, as always, am Steve, and I am joined this week by a man who is illegal in 14 states, but you all know him as Logan. Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of effort, but, you know, you, you got to fight to become illegal in states, and it's, it's, a, it's a fun little pastime of mine. Hey, are, so are you shooting for all 52, or... No, f- no. Maybe 51, so you can... 52? Or 50, whatever. How many states are there in the United States, Steve? 48. Wow. Um, no, I mean, i got to leave myself some options. It's just the states I don't like. That makes sense. I'm really shooting... F- it's, they're all like in the Northeast right now, because, I mean, nobody wants to go there. Yeah. Um, and then I'll probably hit up uh, the Dakotas at some point. You know, just around. Well, my advice would be to skip over Missouri because that'll make your life very difficult. Yeah, yeah, I probably will skip over Missouri. Probably Missouri, Kansas, Colorado, out of uh, respect for you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, anyway. fun one to talk about tonight. Yeah. I guess. Is it? Yeah, I mean, it was still fun. Well, you know. For us, it was fun. You know. I think it was just fun because you were there. Yeah, it was fun to go to. Like, the game itself kind of sucked, you know. Of course, we're talking about our 2-1 loss to LAFC. Sure. Uh, yeah. The game itself was fun. It was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Crowd crowd was into it. It was a real nice crowd. Uh, everybody was. was nice and loud, and we were in the in the cauldron for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of a bummer of a loss. But what were your uh, what were your opening thoughts on the game? You know, I I learned a few things in this game, but I think the biggest thing that I've learned that is a definitive fact, um, Kyrie Shelton must have dirt on Peter Vermees. Has to. There is no other thing, there's nothing else that can possibly make this make sense. Um, that Kyrie, Kyrie Shelton just has to have dirt on Peter Vermees. It's gotta be like nasty dirt because Peter Vermees is a man that is known to stick with his lineups and won't try new guys, won't do anything else. Um, and he has decided that Kyrie Shelton is the guy who is going to be the the trusty number twelve, the first off the bench guy, and uh, it's just not working. I'm sorry, Peter, but Kyrie Shelton's just not good at soccer. Um, we'll dive into it a little bit more, but Kyrie Shelton just needs to go away. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't get it either. And the uh, hopefully the right back experiment is over. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people would say that it's just one game, and honestly, the first game he played in, he he looked pretty decent. Yeah. So it's hard to, you know, he's got one decent game, he's got one bad game, but right. I don't know. I just wish we'd quit playing them all together. Yeah, I I agree. It was yeah, and that play is just the epitome of like you have kind of a few, a very few jobs as a center back. I mean, the most important is stop the ball. Um, but kind of one of the more important ones, especially whenever you play a high line defense is maintain the line. Um, and when you get back and you're like way behind the line, you need to sprint forward and you need to defend the line because if you break the line, the exact thing that's going to happen and a player like Carlos Vela, who's a smart player who knows exactly what he's doing is going to see all that open field. He's going to see you jogging your way back up the pitch and he's going to go, all right, well there's open space. And it, it is just such fundamental soccer. Like that's not even a defender thing. That's just a, when you play soccer, you know, to keep hold the line steady. 
and he just didn't seem to have a care in the world that he was 15, 20 feet behind the rest of the line. And no, so, he de- he definitely, uh, uh, of course, talking about that uh, first goal, or actually I guess it was the second goal, game winner, um, yeah. that they scored. I forgot Vela had uh, two, one was called back. Um, but he, you know, yeah, he's just like blatantly offsides. Or onsides, I'm sorry. Uh, Kyrie Shelton is just so far behind. And, you know, it, it looked like he was blatantly offsides. And everybody in the crowd, including us, was like, there's no way he's onsides. Like, yeah. he's because it was on our goal, on our side. So it's just like he's so – but I know you were able to look up and uh, yeah. find the highlights and see that, of course, it's Kyrie that holds him onsides. Yeah. I I very rarely pull out my phone when I'm, when I'm at the game. But that was so egregious. I had to pull out my phone and get – I had to figure out what was going on because it, it, in my it, when watching it live, it felt like uh, like the worst travesty in the history of soccer had ever had, that had just happened to us, and it was just awful. So, but no, it was Kyrie Shelton. Yeah, good call, it. ref. And that uh, ultimately would not be the last thing that Kyrie Shelton would do to ruin things for us. No, no, it wouldn't. Um. We had in the in our stoppage time, we finally get our stoppage time game tying goal that we've been talking yeah. about for weeks now. Uh, a header by Roger Espinoza, but it turns out there's a foul called on Kyrie. That, in all honesty, this is this is a dumb foul for them to even call because yeah, it happened tw- 21 seconds. There's 21 seconds between foul and goal. Yeah. 21 seconds. Also, the ball had been recycled outside of the 18-yard box after the foul and yep. then crossed across the goal and then put in and then scored. Yeah. So there's plenty of time there. So it, I, I don't know how how they determined that it had anything to do with the buildup to this particular goal. Yep. Um, I know I have a screenshot from the referee report, the MLS pool report thing, where they were asking the refs about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, uh, with 21 seconds passing from foul to goal and the ball recycling play outside of the 18-yard box, was it still deemed to have occurred within the attacking phase of play? And the ref answered, yes. Yeah. That's it. No elaboration, just yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. No, I mean, that's an egregious one. I mean, there is... I mean, not only was the foul super soft, like that's pretty harsh to call that foul and call off a goal because of that foul by VAR. Um, But even getting rid of all that, the fact that it was 21 seconds, the ball had been recycled, that was not in the buildup of play. Um, Even if it was 21 seconds and the ball never left the box and it was just dinking around for 20 seconds, that'd be different. Yeah. But the ball fully came out of the box that attacking phase was over. There was absolutely no reason to call that back. So that one was just horrible officiating. I think VAR missed the mark on that one completely. I think that that was not that was not appropriately handled by VAR. So that one, as harsh as it was on Kyrie, and you know we want to get mad at him for it. At the end of the day, it was still a foul on him, and he still took away a goal. It was also terrible officiating as well. That was was not good. Yeah, and uh, we had a couple mentions a couple showings of some pretty bad officiating um yeah. another var check was on a, on a potential penalty on shallowly there in the second half yeah um, where that one's kind of frustrating and I, i've gone back and rewatched this one several times 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start here with the pool reporter quote from that one. The question was, why was it deemed? Why was it not deemed a penalty kick when Daniel Shallow was being held by an LAFC defender around the 53rd minute? And the answer was, the level of contact was deemed not sufficient to award a penalty. So that one, I've gone back and watched this one several, several, several times. Yeah, and it kind of. I don't know. It's kind of frustrating. First of all, as you and I talked about during the game, if Shallowy just goes to ground, that's probably a penalty. Right. So he is essentially being punished for doing what everyone wants soccer players to do, and that is play through contact. Correct. Um, but at the same time, I did go back and notice that uh, Shallowy also has has a handful of the defender's jersey. So there yeah. there is contact going the other way. Sure. So. I mean, I guess, I guess, I understand why it would not be called, but I don't. I, I don't just, know. I don't know if I agree. It was, yeah, I get it. The Shallowy had had a handful of jersey. To be honest, though, that happens on almost every play. That is, that is just part of gra- grappling for position. I don't think that that's gonna discount what happened to him, which was him getting pulled back by his arm. He completely stopped Shallowy. Well, not stopped. He completely slowed down Shallowy's momentum by pulling back on him, stopping him from being able to effectively run. And yeah, he fought through it and he he got a shot off. But I still don't care. I don't care if even he didn't go to ground. That is still a foul, and that that should not have been played as that should not have been played on. It was very egregious, and the fact that VAR didn't even have him look at it was awful. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have a Peter quote here about this one. He said, I'm amazed at that decision. Uh, they're talking about the uh, the goal getting overturned. Yeah. Um, but I'm probably more amazed that Daniel doesn't get a penalty kick in the 53rd minute. Uh, and then he goes on to say, every week they pull guys out and they find whatever undisclosed amount for embellishment. Uh, the guy's trying to play the game, and at the end of the day, he's impeded from going to goal. I think that he, the referee, doesn't have the courage to make a second penalty kick in that game. Hmm. So Peter was yeah. pretty pissed off about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, I, and I think rightfully so. I mean, yeah. I, I guess my point was, like, there is some contact back from Daniel, but that was yeah. not the reasoning that was given. So if they come at me and say that they didn't call the penalty because there was... I'm going to call it mutual combat because that's what it's called from my past career. It's mutual combat. I don't know what they would call it here, but it's basically they're doing the same thing to each other, so you just no-call it, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, his his answer was the level of contact was deemed not sufficient enough to award a penalty. So they're saying the contact on Daniel was not enough. Yeah. So... Which, in my mind, and and I don't want to put words in people's mouth, but in my mind, the level of contact is not sufficient enough means, well, it didn't pull him to the ground. Maybe. So there's like, oh, well, it wasn't enough contact to knock him off of his feet. Yeah, because he played through it. (laughs) Because you guys find him whenever they don't play through it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that one's frustrating. I think we got to get a PK there. and uh, Yeah. You know, overall, I think we could have won this game. Just looking at statistics, it's actually kind of mm-hmm. flipped from last week, ironically enough. Almost yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. We had 63% of possession. They had 37. Uh, mm-hmm. 16 shots, 7 on target to their 6 uh, total shots, 4 on target. Um, we definitely dominated this game. 
for sure. Um, and probably could have won. I, the only positive, I guess I could say, the only optimism that would come from it is at least we lost to a good team. You know, like yeah. we're, we're playing, we're playing, you know, they just won an MLS Cup. They're a good team. They're in bad form recently, but I don't think anybody yeah. thought that form was going to, was going to hold. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at least we're not like out here losing to Chicago Fire. That's <laughs> coming up. That's a future throwback here. Um, at least we're not out here losing this kind of game to, you know, a team like mm-hmm. that. So I guess that makes it a little better. It yeah. still sucks and the, those feel, it feels like some dropped points, but. It does. You know, and at no. least we didn't get blasted. You know, at least it wasn't like 5-1 or something crazy like that. Yeah. No, and that's fair. But at the end of the day, it, like you said, it was drop points. Uh, we absolutely deserved. Honestly, we deserved at least a point there. Um, for our, So for us to walk away with zero, and I mean, we, we, we should have walked away with three, honestly. Because if we're talking about shall we get to the PK, I mean, let's assume he converts. And Espinosa's goal doesn't get called off. Uh, you know, we're looking at a 3-2 result. And that's. That's that's painful because that is some direct officiating that pulled three points off the board, and that's that always stinks. Yeah, I think minimally we're looking at at least one point. Yeah, you know, whatever whatever could happen with all that, you know. But but when you look at like we literally had two two on the scoreboard at one point, mm-hmm. and it was pulled back for a foul that shouldn't have pulled back a penalty. That's you right. Know, that's an easy t- that's an easy draw that we should have should have held on to, but. I mean, we could we can keep delving into this, uh, but I think we should uh, move on. Yeah, why not? To our MVP and MVP from this game. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm curious to hear your MVP. Pretty sure everyone listening knows who both of our MVPs is. Sure. Um, but go ahead and hit me with your MVP. MVP. Um, so there's a couple candidates here, um, but in my mind, uh, Daniel Shalley, uh again returning to form and really getting a good result. Despite not finding the score sheet, and but it just really felt like he had a lot of good, good opportunities. He had a lot of good spells of possession. A lot of the offense flowed through him. Um, it was just really good to see um, him kind of returning back to form. I thought he looked good. So uh, for me, he gets the MVP. Fair enough. Uh, you basically stole the words right out of my mouth. Uh, just a hey. different player, though. Oh, uh, I'm going with Remy Voltaire. Mm, um, yeah. Honestly, for a lot of the same reasons, we mentioned his name a lot. A lot of stuff played through him. He had several shots. Um, he created a lot of opportunities. A lot of those were with Daniel, so I definitely agree with your choice too. But I think those two both played pretty good, pretty good games. A lot of stuff going through each of them. Unfortunate that it wasn't quite enough, but mm-hmm. they both looked really good. So yeah, I went with Remy. Fair enough. Don't All hate right. it. Do Do you want to delve into why Kyrie is the MVP? Or yeah, I do. You know what? I do. Um, Kyrie Shelton, MVP, um, pure mental error, not a missed play, not a missed tackle, not a missed shot, pure mental error cost us a goal. Um, and on the other side, his foul results again, a goal pulling off the board. Um, awful play. There was nothing good about his performance, just awful performance all around. So Kyrie Shelton, MVP. Which is impressive because like he only played what? 20 minutes. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I'm trying to look up quickly when the sub was that he came in. Um, let's see, that's Johnny Russell sub in. Ooh, good to have Johnny back. I, uh, we kind of skipped over that. Yeah, Johnny Russell coming back for a good number of minutes. Uh, 58th minute is when Kyrie subbed in for Gotti. Yeah. Um, and then, and then he was. Well, I guess 
Yeah, okay. So he subbed in for Gotti, but he played up front for like 20 minutes. And then Johnny came in for Jake Davis, and that's when they yeah. slid Kyrie back to right back. So I, I would say even though he played more, that's when it started. It was when he got slid back to right back. Because yeah, he didn't – he wasn't terrible. He, I mean, he did his usual nothing when he was up yeah. front. Um, but, you know, not a lot of time up there. But, yeah, he, I mean, he's my MVP, too, for obvious reasons. Yeah. You know, I now I will – I guess credit where it's due. I don't think the foul that got the goal called back is a foul anyway. Yeah, so like no, he's just he's kicking at a ball and the defender just happens to just touch the ball almost at the same time. I mean it ended up being right before Shelton does. Mm-hmm. So he swings through where the ball was. He touches the top of the ball but just comes yeah. across and strikes the defender. So like is that really a bad play? Not really. It just kind of they. It's a it's a soft foul that they decided to call, but it's it's still Kyrie. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah, no, still Kyrie. Um, but the you know, I commented on uh, on somebody's Twitter page. Don't remember which one, but basically he was uh, he he was it was real sweet of him to stop and sign autographs in the cauldron. Um, <laughs> but if he could wait and do that after the game instead of right in the middle of the game, that's the only reason I can think that he was so far behind. He must have stopped to sign somebody's jersey and then turned yeah. around and was like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I thought I heard a whistle. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, He's my yeah. MVP. That's, that's yeah. all I got no, for it's, you. It's just such an egregious mental error that I, I don't see anybody else. Yeah. All right. Okay. Take us around the rest of the league. This should be short because uh, there weren't very many games, which is yes. another problem. But you know, whatever. What can we? Yeah. Do? You know, yet again, there was a uh, small slate of games because, uh, you know, the the international break. Uh, so they only played a few games, which is dumb. They should just not play any games. Period. But of course, Sporting Kansas City were still playing because the league hates us. But taking it back, we had, uh, so back on Wednesday, LAFC played Houston. Uh, Houston went to a 1-0 draw that saw a red card there. Uh, then back on Saturday, we had NYCFC uh, in Columbus uh, played to a 1-1 draw. Uh, RSL and DC United played, RSL getting the win 2-1 there. Uh, New England Revolution and Orlando played at uh, New England. New England taking the win 3-1 there. Uh, Nashville, St. Louis. Nashville beating St. Louis 3-1. And then lastly, the snooze fest that was San Jose and Portland playing to a nil-nil draw. And that's it. You don't know. Maybe it was an awesome game. I actually did watch the uh, extended highlights, and it was a snooze fest. That's fair. Yeah. You know, just, just a little credit. I guess yes, we had we of course were one of the teams that played uh, on this short little window, mm-hmm. but at least we weren't LAFC who had to play two games in the middle of a short window when hat when over half the league is just off this week. That's fair. I guess it could have been worse. They could have been like, okay, you guys are playing Wednesday and Saturday. You know what? Go ahead and play Sunday too. Back to back games is fine. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, kind of a short week, but hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah. What you gonna do? Let's uh let's hit up good, bad, and ugly. But before we do, let's pause for just a second. Okay. Pause for a moment of silence, so that everyone can very quickly head over to Twitter, and hit up ptw underscore pod and shoot us a follow. It's not really a moment of silence. I really just want them to feel confident that they're not gonna miss anything super important while they do this. It's all right. We're wait. We're waiting. I was, I was trying to run through my head, figure out who died. No, nobody. Well, I mean. Hmm. People die all the time, but you know what I mean. In this particular case, I just want to make sure that they feel confident that they're not really missing anything. We're just, we're just BSing right now. 
I think that's enough time. Did you guys do it? PTW underscore pod. Hit that follow. Yeah, I think they got it. That was great. Thank you for that, guys. We really appreciate it. Logan, hit me with your good. My good. Um, So we had a midfield goal last week. Uh, and so it was so nice that I thought, you know what, let's do it again. Um, we hate RSL, but uh, Pablo Ruiz with a goal, not only a midfield, but a goal from his own half. Uh, very, very impressive. But just the classic ball lands at your feet, look up, see the goalkeeper not paying attention off his line, and you just boot it. And Just a good, good goal. It was pretty to watch. So that's yeah. my good. What are these goalkeepers doing? I don't, I don't know. get it. Like, what are they doing, man? Like, I know that you want to be there so your defenders can kick back to you. Like, I, I get that. But at the same time, you have to be paying attention. And when the other team is contesting the ball, you have to be moving back a little bit. And I couldn't find an angle that showed where he was when the ball, like, before the, the kick happened. But I got to imagine off of his line because he didn't save it. So, yeah. All right, well, that's a good one. That was a great goal. Yeah. Uh, shucks that it happened from RSL. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, hit me with yours. My good is a player by the name of Hanny Mukhtar. Mm, Hanny yeah. Mukhtar had a hat trick this week against St. Yeah. Louis City, which I'm not entirely sure if that's super impressive because St. Louis City, while they score a ton of goals, their defense apparently is not very good. I don't really know. Either way, Hanny Mukhtar is insane. I got yeah. to imagine he's. I mean, he's definitely got to be the front runner for Golden Boot. And I don't. How does anybody catch him unless he just stops with this form? But he's been in this same form for like three years now. This is like his third season in a row, just playing like an yeah. MVP. So, well, he took Golden Boot last year, didn't he? I believe so. Yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, he's got 13 goals on the year right now. Um. Buanga has 10. Ferrer has 10. Um, yeah, there's a few players at 10, but that's, those are the next guys. And Mukhtar is just on a tear. He is doing incredible things. Just crazy. Yeah. He's, he's my good. A hat trick is always impressive, but when Mm -hmm. you do it against a uh, conference leader, that's even more impressive. So, all right. Hit me with your good. Nope. Bad. How about my, how about my bad? Yeah. Unless you want to redo your good, then go ahead, but let's go with that. I know. That's okay. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the bad. Cool. Um, my bad, uh, you kind of already said them a little bit. Um, uh, St. Louis, uh, figure out what you want to do. Do you want to be a good team? Do you want to shock the league and win the World or the, win the World Cup? Uh, win the MLS Cup in your now first season? That would be shocking. That would be impressive, especially since uh, the Men's World Cup isn't even playing this year. Like, that would be you're just insane. Um, but do you want to win the MLS Cup in your first season, or do you want to lose every game? Uh, like, what do you want to do? Um, so St. Louis City, SC, figure out what you guys want to do this season, and uh, just let us know. That'd be great. So they're my bad. All right. I like it. Thanks. My bad yours? is going to be the no penalty call on Shallie. Sure. Because he didn't go down, um, but it's not just that. It's more this. It's this whole concept of like Peter said, you're going to find players an undisclosed amount for embellishment. But then when a player fights through contact, contact, you're going to say that there wasn't enough contact, so you didn't give the penalty. Yeah, I just think that's bad. That's the wrong direction that we want. You know, if they hadn't reviewed it for whatever stupid reason, 
then it, it would make a little more sense to me. But when yeah. since they actually went and reviewed it and looked at the play again, you should be able to see. Like, if he goes to the ground, I would call it. So that means I should still call it because the contact is there. He just does what we want them to do and plays through it. Well, and just to clarify, though, when you say they went and reviewed it, you are, you're talking about the VAR checked it, not yes. the yeah. center ref right. went to look That's at it. That's what I'm saying. Got like it, okay. it was, it was sure. checked. Like they checked it, right. and so it wasn't. They, they, it wasn't like the ref was just like, no penalty, play on, and then they just moved on. Like, yeah, somebody checked it and decided, mm-hmm. nah, it's good. I don't know. I don't yeah. like that. That's bad. I think it's, it's the no, wrong direction for what we're trying to do here. Exactly. We want to encourage players to play through contact. We want to encourage them to not be flopping all over the place, and this does the exact opposite. Yep. Could not agree more. Well, hit me with your ugly. My ugly um, goes to everybody who bought a ticket, paid good money for the utter snooze fest that was San Jose, Portland. Okay. Um, That game was boring. Um, There were six total shots on target. Um, There was... uh, Hang on. Sorry. I was prepared for this, then I accidentally clicked on the wrong screen. Um... Um, there was, there there was, wow, there are six shots on target. That's it. That's, if there's only sh- six shots on targets, no goals, um, it was a snooze fest. It was yeah. a boring game to watch. So if you paid money for that, I'm very sorry. You should demand a refund. All right. That's it. I agree. They should. Right. Yeah. Do it. Well, my ugly. Yeah. Is gonna go to U.S. versus Mexico. First of all, Trace Acero, let's go, let's go. Absolute ass kicking of Mexico, which is always yeah. good for yeah. us. This uh, seems to slowly becoming not much of a on-field rivalry anymore, because <laughs> um, we have pretty much dominated Mexico over the past yeah. few years. Mm-hmm. Um, but that game towards the end of that, oh, yeah, there was multiple like. Fist cuffs thrown. Weston yeah. McKinney had his jersey ripped off of him, basically. Mm-hmm. He got the red card for yeah. that. Yeah, explain that to me. I was partially hoping they were going to overturn his red card and he was going to get to play against Canada in the final. <laughs> now, turns out, didn't matter. We didn't need it. Canada didn't show up. So Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I was more scared of Canada than I was Mexico. Same, yeah, I was too. And honestly, I, I, I thought Canada was going to put up more of a fight, but... yeah. That game, I mean, not. there there was there was no question we were going to win both of those games. Um, I think which they were side excited. Note, not ugly, but Nations League champs back to back. Woo! Let's go. Um, but yeah, that that U.S. Mexico game, and then with the the crowd throwing the beer and stuff on all the players yeah. uh, in Vegas, and then of course this stupid homophobic chant that will not go away that Mexican yeah. fans keep doing. Yeah. Uh, that this time ended up costing five minutes of a game that was well over anyway. So who cares? Yeah, um, but it's the concept of you're going to keep doing this chant, knowing that this game is going to get called. They mm-hmm. keep doing it; the game gets called. So it's like, well, I don't know. Personally, I think uh, Mexi- the Mexican national team should be forced to play with no fans for like a year mm-hmm. uh, no, in I home agree. games. Obviously, you can't do anything for away games, but right. Well, and I mean the the whole thing is like there's the three step system that FIFA has in place. There's I guess they stop for five minutes. Um, and then they stop for 15, they send the players to the locker rooms, uh, and then if it happens a third time, it uh, the match gets called off. Yep. Um, 
they need to do something different yep. because Mexican fans have proven they don't care about your rules. They will just keep doing it. Yep. And something something more needs to happen, whether it's playing with fan, playing without fans, uh, forfeiting matches. I don't know. Something needs to happen because this is ridiculous. Which they did... Uh they did, I guess, skip a step in this one because they did the five-minute stop where they came to the middle, um, yeah. and then they kept playing, and then they just jumped straight to this match is over. Um, yeah. But it was already there was twelve minutes of stoppage time, and we were already halfway through it, and it was three yeah. to nothing U.S. Mm-hmm. So they just called it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know personally. I hope that if this keeps happening and it happens throughout like the World Cup tune-up games, mm-hmm. make a big statement, pull Mexico from the World Cup in twenty twenty-six. I know yeah. they're I know they're a host country, so that right. that would be insane. But at the same time, yeah. like, what's more important to you as you know FIFA? What's more important mm-hmm. to you? You know, if you yeah. really want this chance to stop, pull Mexico from the entire World Cup and just be like, get your shit figured out, or you're not playing with us anymore. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna get that far. I imagine if they're gonna do something, they're gonna do it before it gets to the World Cup. You well, I, that's why I'm so. saying like if the, during these like World Cup tune-up matches that will come in the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, slash maybe the gold cup that starts here in what two days, three days, something like that. Uh, yeah. Um, if if this keeps being a problem between now and then, and like there are more instances of this happening, especially in U.S. versus Mexico games, mm-hmm. give them a couple warnings and get to the point where it's like, look, you guys either solve this or we're pulling you from the World Cup. And if it happens like two more times in between now and the World Cup, you're just mm-hmm. pulled. You're not in the World Cup anymore. It's fair. You know, like. What, there's really not more you can do because ultimately it is fans and the team yeah. can't control the fans that much. But, mm-hmm. you know, you got to take a stand at some point, right? Yeah. Um, no, but I think it's the fact that despite all of this happening, despite the, the fans continuing to do the chant, um, the team has at no point made any attempt to stop the chant from happening. Um, I know when the cauldron got, you know, got in trouble for chance, like the team was sending out statements, um, the, like the, or like the organization was sending out statements. FIFA was sending out statements. Um, the Mexican national team, the officials have done absolutely nothing to stop it from happening. There have been crickets on the subject. So I, at this point I'm like, no, the team is just as much responsible as the fans are. So. True, which weirdly enough, to your point that you just made, the cauldron did respond when, uh, I'm sorry, the team did respond when we were getting letters about the cauldron chants that the MLS yeah. didn't like. Weirdly enough, though, still haven't responded to the letter the cauldron sent them. Well, so weird. Actually, that's not true. Well, I guess they kind of responded, but well, no, they are doing. Jake Reed's going to do a a town hall in a few oh. weeks. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see how that so. goes. Yeah, I was going to say, they're doing it now that we're winning and everybody's not as mad. Yeah. Where were they six weeks ago? Right. All right, well, let's anyway. uh, let's preview this upcoming week. We've got two games, uh, yeah. one including tonight in uh, yeah. three and a half hours. Well, three right. hours and 45 probably because you know, right. kickoff's never right when they say. Yeah. Um, tonight we play LA Galaxy. We are in LA, which is why we don't play till 8.30. Uh, 8.30 my time, 9.30 your time. 9.30. It's past my bedtime. <laughs> uh, LA is 3, 4, and 9. They're 13th in the West. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling this prediction between these next two games will go pretty quick, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. What do you got? 
Um, yeah, I mean, LA Galaxy is in terrible, terrible shape this year. Um, they've been in decent form for the last couple of weeks. They've, uh, you know, they've, they've won a couple here and there. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still one of the worst teams in the West. And despite the fact that we are not that far ahead of them in the standings, I think we are a much better team quality wise than they are. So, uh, I think it's going to be four one sporting Kansas city. Very well. I agree with everything you said. Uh, I'm going three one. Sure. Um, I already had that typed down. I'm not just doing three to one because you did four to one, but that's fair. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing three to one. And honestly, if they score, I might be a little surprised. <laughs> yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me if it's three nil or four nil or something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, all right, and then right back in action on Saturday. It'll be a home game against the yep. Chicago Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are three eight and six. They are fourteenth in the East. Uh, so we're basically playing the same team back to back. Yeah. Um. What do you got against Chicago? What do you think we do here? I mean, against Chicago's a bad team. Uh, the only reason they're not last in the East is because the East has one more team and has Miami. Um, Chicago's just not a good team. They've been, they've just been weak. They haven't really done anything since the beginning of the season. Um, they had a little bit of a stretch where they looked like they were going to be promising, but they just haven't excelled. Um, their their defense is just not it, and so I think we're going to pick them apart as well. Um, I think coming off the short rest, we're going to be a little bit tired. I don't think we're going to score as much. Um, so I'm going to say 2-0 sporting. All right. I don't hate that. Cool. Um, I agree. Chicago has not uh, looked good this year. And to your point, yes, the only reason they're not further uh, down is because there's a team called Miami. Um, who likely will um, become a lot better here pretty soon uh, because of Mr. Lionel Messi showing up. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was announced, uh, I think, today. It may have been mm-hmm. yesterday. I'm not sure. I don't know if you yep. saw. He is going to make his debut on July 21st. Yep. In their uh, League's Cup match. Yeah. League's Cup or Nations League? League's not Cup. Nations League. Nations League's League Cup. is. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. It's I I, I, get, I get the two confused too, but uh, yeah, Le- League's Cup is uh, what he's making his debut in. But yeah, for, forgive me for mixing up the uh, nineteen various MLS and US tournaments that there are throughout. Yeah, that happened at the exact same time. Yeah, yeah, it's all stupid. Um, I'm going three nil Chicago. No, sorry, three nil SKC. Oof. Whoa, <laughs> no fire. We're not, we're, yeah, we're not getting beat three nothing by sh- to Chicago unless I just jinxed it. But um, I'd say you just uh, you put some juju out there. That's <laughs> not good. No, I'll go. I'm going three nil. Sure, uh, that's, SKC. Yeah. I just again, I don't have any reason to believe that LA is going to score on us either. But you know, I don't think Chicago does either. Yeah, I think we're going to play a slightly. I, I'm I'm imagining we're gonna play a slightly weaker lineup tonight to favor Saturday, um, but we'll find out. I hope we don't. I hope we play a full lineup just to go out and smash both and make <laughs> sh- and make sure we secure six points because you know we're definitely we've put ourselves in a point now where six points is important. So yeah, for sure. And I mean, you and I were talking before we started recording but the fact that we have more games against we we've we've played more games than any other team in the west uh and only one team in the east only one team in the east has played as many as us so um getting into playoff position and firmly grasping a playoff condition position is going to be important because 
we don't have as many games left as the rest of the league does. So that's right. going to make it a little harder for us. So, yeah. Well, hopefully neither one of us got any points last week. You still have three. I still have seven. Nothing's changed yeah. there. Bummed about that. You missed out. Hey, you got half of your thing. <laughs> you got you I got uh, one of our goals right. Uh, and say technically, I got... we both got the score right, but yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't. All right, let's get these people out of here. Again, we appreciate you all hanging out with us. Uh, we yes, look sir. forward to two hopefully solid games this week. Uh, and recording next week and getting to have a fun double winning podcast. That'd be nice. Ooh. Uh, so. Hit us up on Twitter again, PTW underscore pod. On Facebook, Paint the Wall Podcast. Or send us an email, paintthewallpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to read it, get your feedback. Give us that five-star rating wherever you listen, which does, again, include Apple Podcasts now. Anyway, Logan, as always, it is such a pleasure to chat with you and hang out with you. We'll see you all next time.